0: This is a HeadGum Original. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
2: You're listening, vroom room bitches, you're listening to the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast available on the whole internet. Wow, I thought there were others. No, apparently not. I'm the only one. I was right. And I'm on Ogapian. I'm joined today by the shanteuse of the Latinx community, truly uh, the, the pearl of Los Angeles's chola princesses. It's the season fifteen stunner, Selena
1: Estetis.
2: Ah, good morning. Good morning. I didn't know this was happening today, <laughs> Selena.
1: Yes, yeah, so excited. You're
2: here. You're finally here. I mean, I I know I'm, my I'm dying to. Ha- we've been dying to chat more because we were we were messaging a little bit over the course of season fifteen. A little yeah, bit. They
1: they're a little strict with like media outlets and podcasts while your season is airing. So of that course. wasn't allowed to before. So now I know I, the whole year. Free rule. range. Yeah. Free
2: range. But we've been praising you on here
1: for a whole damn year. Ah, uh, I would hear that sometimes and I feel so grateful because y'all understand the vibes. You know what I mean? So yes. it really felt nice to hear that y'all got what I was putting down.
2: <laughs> Not to put down any other podcasts because there no none other exist, but You know, I think we just have, you know, we're, uh, they have a POC perspective here. So, like, a lot of times it was very frustrating to watch you get dogged for doing great and then, Mm. and then trying to understand
1: why you're getting dogged. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with, what's interesting when you go to Drag Race is what you realize is that like it's a chess game that, and you're not playing the game. You're one of the pieces on the board. So the whole point is to figure out: Are you a pawn? Are you the queen? Are you the bishop? Like I feel like that's uh-huh. very much the vibes. And I went in thinking I was gonna be like a very like key player. And then you realize you're not. So you have to figure out how am I going to survive on this chessboard as long as I can, you know? So I feel like that's basically yeah. what happened. And I don't think they expected me to bring anything of my, you know, what I brought you there too. So it was like an interesting game to play.
2: I do think you are one of the amazing, I mean, to your credit, you're one of those amazing queens that changes your own narrative
1: uh, while the season is happening, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very that. And you know, I'm from LA. Like, I'm Hollywood girl. Like, I I've been in the industry for a minute, so it's very much. Oh, we're. Oh, okay, okay. You go with the flow and you make it work. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, you you're a professional that way. You're like, okay, I, I I I accept the things that are out of my control.
1: Like, you know what I mean? Correct. As opposed yes. to you, you have and to I accept. Was, I was at Chiona the whole time during it, but honey, we, we got somewhere.
2: <laughs> you got, I think you fucking slayed it. I would like to have seen you gone further, but you
1: went very far. I mean. Yeah. I always have to think about that because in my mind it feels so torturous and devastating, but I'm like, bitch, she got top six. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> your looks. I mean, I love
2: your looks. I, I, even the controversial ones I love like the Metallica look or the big gloves which I see the big gloves behind you and I'm living.
1: They're right there. They've been traveling the world. They've been in Australia, the UK, all across Texas.
2: <laughs> Can we talk about the clip of Bob the Drag Queen doing doing your oh. iconic lip-syncing that iconic moment that became a I moment loved it. and I you loved it
1: laughing your ass off i loved it because bob took like the heat off of it and it made it like exciting and funny to yeah. it made it laughable. you know what i mean where before was for me personally it felt so dire and like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry like i didn't mean it <laughs> like yeah because you know, i'm like oh all of a sudden they hate me because of it but um yeah bob i think bob really helped turn the uh, the tables with that one for me so it was really really sickening
2: It's really cute. Like, it it was really cute to watch, Um, and it made me love you even more just to watch you, like, when you're laughing so
1: hard at something... (laughs) You can't even. I didn't know she was gonna do that in the mix. She was like, (laughs) she called me and was like, "You want to go viral tonight? I'm performing at Showgirls. Should I wear your glove look and do running up the hills? Like, yeah, why not?" And then she added in everything else, and I had no idea. (laughs) And then Bob, like laughing at her own
2: thing while you're laughing, is just a pure joy. No, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> Speaking of Bob, let's talk really quickly about the Bob V. Maddie Morphosis drama that's happening online. Mm. I'm living for both sides. This is a Listen. war where
1: I want both sides to win. No, literally. And I, I think Maddie stepped up to the plate, you know, because Bob went against... Bob went against Mistress, and she Mistress felt horribly at that little. Versus.
2: <laughs> so you feel Mistress did not eat her up the way Maddie ate her up. Oh, not at all! Damn, Please, Maddie gave Maddie got gave bars. I I agree those were bars I was I was shocked I was like when it started I was like here we go and then I was like (laughs) that's some these are some clever the we are here joke I was like this is a really clever ass read and out the gate too
1: so it was perfect I live
2: and it happened over the course of like 12 hours like how did this (laughs) happen so quickly
1: well, there you go. There's Bob. Bob's really good at jumping on a moment, but like she doesn't ask for it herself. The girls summon her and she's there to respond. You know what I mean? So I yeah. live that Bob says up to the plate every time. <laughs> I love I do love that. I, um, I'm Bob Stan forever. Um, yeah. Even
2: when she's wrong, <laughs> even when I think Which she's was- wrong, I'm like mm, work, bitch. <laughs> A lot of the time, she is. Yes. Yes. She does it so charismatically. She
1: really does. She's the queen.
2: Okay, wait. I want to talk more about your run on Drag Race because I just fucking loved, you were on season 15, which was an, like, just a an overly stuffed cast, a cast with too much talent, a cast like w- where you were just constantly shining amongst all-stars, like it felt like an all-star season, is there anything you look back on and you think, damn, damn, I wish I could have done X differently?
1: I was, I started out pl- wanting to play the game really hard, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, one when my entrance, when I was really coming for sugar and spice, like I was there to like, you know, help make some spicy TV. But then mm-hmm. I realized like, oh, you know, like I said earlier, discovering what, what role you're playing when uh-huh. i realized my role i it really shook me so i was like i wish i would have just had more fun being there i did uh-huh. have fun and like every day was such a beautiful like i can't believe this is happening but um the emotional aspect of it all really took a toll on me so i think that was really i wish i would have I just had more fun will you, know? you go back when they ask you to come back Yeah, I would love that. I actually, I just, you know, I feel like Rue and Michelle feel some sort of way about me for the Ross Matthews thing. So I want an opportunity. I feel like Michelle, maybe. Like, I think Rue forgets. Okay. I don't know. We were at the Emmys and I just felt like she ignored me the whole time and I was scared to talk to her. So I was like, oh, no. I'm sorry I called your friend the F-slur. <laughs> but, I have, but like me and Ross are cool. Like we hug every time we see each other. Like I apologize to him right away. So like, you know, I just get a little nervous that maybe like they're holding a grudge but I know RuPaul doesn't even remember. you're so. allowed
2: to pop off. I really do feel like it all happened so quickly. It all felt immediately comedic. It all felt like, girl, I have feelings. I have feelings. It's not, it's sorry. not
1: moment. It's not my Proudest moment, but we move forward. I think it's you know, iconic. So, uh, yes, I think it's fandom, iconic. In the fandom, sure, but like career-wise, yikes. You know, when so you're, you, you learn.
2: When's let me let me tell you. Uh, here's my
1: question for you. Uh, during the hookup, do you ever say
2: "Eat my ass, faggot"?
1: Oh, my God. No, but I feel like sometimes guys want me to say it. Like, guys <laughs> guys start eating me out, and I feel like they're looking up at me so I can say it. And I'm like, girl, I'm not going to say it. Get to work. <laughs> Someone's eating you out, and they're like, line, line. No, literally. I've had, like, interesting hookups where guys, like, say stupid shit. So, like... <laughs> I don't know if it's that kind of podcast. Oh yes, my it God. is. Yes, it is. So, Give me your filth right now. One time this boy came over and as he was leaving, he said, thanks for the S kitties. No, I ma'am. Was like, I was like, here's the door. Another time this guy thought that I, he thought that I like, I painted him. So he was like, uh-oh, Selena SBCs. And I was like, no, what? Uh, no, no, no,
2: ma'am. <laughs> I hate that. I can't believe queer people and men don't know that you don't want to talk about Drag Race when you're in the steam room,
1: girl. Oh, my God. It's, no. It's, uh, it's bold. I, I applaud the boldness of it all.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Definitely been there. Had, had some funny experiences. Um, I love it, Selena. Can we talk about, I need to also talk about your backpack. Like, when you did the Drag Race Fashion Week look, the backpack thing. Yeah. that was the such a fucking reveal. serve yes and then it was again one of those iconic moments where i think the fans came to your defense mm-hmm. saying yeah this is
1: awesome what are you talking about yeah that felt really nice because like again i knew in my mind that it was not the worst look of the night so i i know why i was in the bottom for xyz but like to hear the fandom rally against it was like oh good i'm not delusional and i'm not like you know crazy <laughs> So felt really nice and they still to this day even someone like don's design look from the first design design challenge in the mm-hmm. second episode whatever third episode mm-hmm. they're like oh this looks like selena's thing and that she wasn't in the bottom so i was like yeah, exactly
2: <laughs> i loved it i loved it i also just want to say your reunion and finale look your finale the cake the cake oh I think you won the finale for me. I said it on this podcast. I'll say it again. Everyone looked great, but I felt like you really did something that's never been done before with that with
1: that cake slice. Thank you. That So the, my entrance look and the cake dress, the quinceanera dress, were always two things I knew I was always going to do if I ever got on Drag Race. Like, those mm-hmm. were the first... I always knew my entrance was going to be chola with the plaid, and I always knew my finale was going to be the quinceanera dress with the cake. Like, that was always been on my mind for years. Years, years, years. So I, yeah. I'm so happy I got to make it happen. I love I live. So before we start talking
2: about season 16, I always like to ask the girls this. What advice will you would you give to the season 17 girls? The girls that are gonna film this summer?
1: What advice do you give to them? My advice is, which I wish someone would have told me, I, you know, I asked Monet for advice before I left and all she said mm-hmm. was, girl, just be yourself, just be yourself, and I was like, okay, <laughs> and myself was crying and this and that and <laughs> fucking going through it and, you know, but I wish someone would have told me, like, when you discover what chess piece you are, lean into it and own it, mm. like, don't go against it. The more, you, the more you rock against the edit or, you know, whatever the, your role is on the show, it's not good for you so just lean into whatever it is and Derek Barry actually gave me that advice she, I was did a show with Derek and, and she was like you know they they wanted me to be the dumb blonde so I just leaned into it and then the stonewall line you know what I mean like that's how these little iconic moments because I just leaned into the character they chose for me in a way and I was like oh that's interesting to think about how I just leaned into being in the bottom and like oh I can't sew huh you know well, like. that makes even sense though I mean, true. Derek Barry has
2: two husbands, so she's always leaning into being the bottom. You know what I'm saying?
1: Very oh, <laughs> that I live. No, but I'm uh, with you. It
2: is it is good advice for life and bottoming.
1: If you yeah, if you lean, lean in, in. eventually it will feel lovely. It will feel so good. And I mean, I think it's just about not going against you know what they're trying to create because they've been doing this for a long time. So just yeah. lean in and trust the process. no matter how ugly it may feel, just of the season 17 girls lean into it bitch
2: lean in I think that's really good advice um, they're making yeah they're making a TV show you're gonna have a platform afterwards um, and then you can do whatever the hell you want to with that platform but there's only so much you can do to um, while you're on the show there's only so much you can do you can break you can do your damnedest but you
1: can't be shocked when things don't go how you planned yeah because it's not your game it's their game so Period. You're, invite, you're invited to their game and that in itself is the win and the honor. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really that. cool because like right it's now, it's, right now is very much um, they always say like the race begins after the show. And I really feel that like I truly feel like, oh, it's a race to stay relevant, to be in the game, to like be booked. It's not it's not you can't it's not like before. You're not tell like me, a local girl. I know. Tell me about boots. Did, did boots drop Ooh. yet? Or-
2: no, so no. when
1: does this come out? Mon- Monday, so really soon. Okay, so this Friday, the 16th, my new single, Boots, comes out. And then I released the, I announced that I have an EP coming out in March. So Hell yeah. I've been working on some music. It's called, my EP's called Home Girl. It's Love it. four tracks, and Boots is the first single. And uh, I'm very excited. I took a very iconic Latina figure in history, and that's the whole, um, that's, I did a little twist on it in my video. And that's Cute. the whole. I'm very excited for people to see
2: it. <laughs> I'm so pumped. I mean, we're, uh, uh people in the Latinx uh, uh, La- Latino community, I feel like, are deeply, deeply thankful for the way you've like elevated, uh, you know, depictions and portrayals, and even like taken stereotypes and then flip them on their head.
1: I feel like you have such a strong brand. Um, oh, thank you. I, you know, it's weird because I got a lot of hate from a lot of Latinos, too. Mm. I mean, I always look at both sides. I'm a Libra, so I have to, like, balance the scale. So, <laughs> sure. like, I, I always hear this and, like, especially at precinct or downtown L.A., like, there's so many people who come out and they're like, thank you for the representation, thank you for the representation. On the flip side, there's a lot of people who are like, she doesn't represent us, she's X, Y, Z, da. And I was like, oh, my God. But I think the beautiful thing about Latinx people is that we are such a diverse melting pot of experiences like not one person has the same experience you know whether you're first first generation second generation you've moved here when you were little like everyone has their own experience as a Latino and my my experience is my experience so maybe it's not authentic to your experience but whatever I showed on the show is exactly how I've experienced ness within my life and there's nothing to be ashamed about that where there's people who try to make me feel Inauthentic, or like you know what I mean, X Y Z. So that was really hard to to step into when I when I started, you know, when the meet the queens came out and stuff. So, mm-hmm. but um, I I guess it's just part of being in the limelight, and it's something that I had to learn how to navigate. But uh, I was very proud of what I represented. You you say it perfectly.
2: Look, you can hate you you don't have to like it. Not everyone's gonna like it. That's okay. That's cute. And and that that's just entertainment. Period. You're being your best to be authentically you, and some people aren't gonna like it. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. That and same shit.
1: Yeah. Go, t- go, I go. Did, I did a tour with Jessica Wilde in Australia like uh, two, two love, weeks ago. And love. I love her so much. She just love so her deeply. and so humble. And I was talking to her because I was like, you know, what advice do you have for all stars? And she's like, well, you know what I did was she's like, I just went and I was just, I just had fun. I didn't care about, you know, you know i didn't put the weight of representing puerto rico on my shoulders and i think that's mm. kind of something i would change for all stars is i wouldn't mm. put the weight of like trying to represent my latinx experience on, on drag race because obviously like you know in a way it didn't really help me on the show it helped me in life and like mm-hmm. people I, I got to really have that representation but as far as like you know it kind of not that it I don't want to say it hindered me, but like, it's not what the judges are looking for. You know what I mean? You you was, make an
2: interesting point that Queens of color, we, like there's an interesting. There's it's like a it's, balance.
1: It's like it's a, a it's nice a, balance.
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, as they say. It's like, <laughs> oh, they yeah, want to see that. your culture, but then they want to see you be more than that. And then, but then they also are mad when you don't represent your culture. That, it's, and that's, Yeah. It's frustrating because you know white cis you know cis queens like they don't have they to don't do no they don't have
1: no culture to represent so they could just be it right. all an and people live for it
2: all Right. <laughs> because white wh- like white het. You know, I'm sorry, white cis queens remind us of models because models is modeling is based on European beauty standards and our entire culture is brainwashed by that. So it's like, yeah, which is very
1: very true. It's very plain Jane. It's it's a very deep, deep, deep situation that sometimes is too much to dive into. So we just for what it is. It's
2: happening on this season because they're one losing step. their mind over Plain Jane. And
1: we'll talk about it. <laughs> mind you, there's like 1700 Latinos on this season, too. You know what I yes. mean? And they're all, they're all so different, which I also love to point out. Like, yes. like, again, not not one Latino's experience is the same. All these girls are, have so many different styles of drag, different point of views, and they're all Latino. So it's like very cool to see the yeah. representation in that way as well.
2: How is it watching this season after
1: you did the show? Weird? Fun? other uh, I think it made me like Drag Race again because I'm not the point of view or I'm not the like subject, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it, I'm like, oh, I get to have fun. But I also, on the other hand, feel for the girls because I understand every emotion right. that's going on. I get how the fans are reacting to each individual queen. Like I see the parallels and the similarities and the way that they hate on one girl or don't give any girl their flowers like I, I, it's, I feel for the girls in that way. But yeah. it's just part. It's just part of the game that, like, you don't understand unless you've been there. T, T.
2: That's just. It's just the machine itself. So we just said yeah. bye to a mandatory meeting. Sad,
1: frustrating. Uh, bye, Amanda. Which, yeah, I feel like I really enjoyed Amanda. Her. Amanda won that low sink. She honest. did, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they knew it was going to be a design challenge next. So they would rather keep Q to really slay the challenge, the next challenge, than to keep Amanda. It was giving very that.
2: They were they were excited about the Q of it all, and Q had very exciting runways, uh, more traditionally exciting runways. But mm-hmm. I, I just mm-hmm. I'll just stand by and say that the the nest egg thing was a
1: fun idea, and can't drag be fun and weird sometimes. It can, but not for a drag race, I feel, unless you're I don't know, because Amanda's white and skinny, so there it <laughs> invalidates my point. But um, you know, I have a YouTube series that I started called Tit or Quit. And Oh, I, I love do, that. It's called Tit or Quit, The Road to the Golden Boot. Since I won the Golden Boot my season for the street lamp look, uh-huh. I am giving a I am on a search and a hunt to see who's gonna get the golden boot for this Ooh, season. Ooh, it's a contender. So, Every week I do a little poll on my Instagram I story and then I make a little YouTube video. And Amanda's nest look is probably going to win the golden boot so far from any it's, of the looks this season. So, it's exciting. And that's what I love about it. Exciting. I will
2: remember it. I will forget yeah. a lot of these looks, but I will remember that. 1,000%. It's, it's so exciting. And – yeah, it's just wild. It's just wild. Because some of the girls, they, they just, it's just, you know, you know how it is. Sometimes yeah. one one look gets a pass and other looks don't. And I'm like, yeah. at least you tried something exciting. Some of the looks were so, like, middle of the road and they got a pass. Which I'm like, but shouldn't you reward, like, a big weird risk? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's just, that's drag, you know? So whatever, it is what it is. It is. Okay, we're <laughs> going to talk about the rest of this episode, but first...
2: Silence, Selena. I feel like taking a break.
1: Oh.
2: Life doesn't happen bi weekly, so why should pay day? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or $750 per pay Period. Earnin is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, When I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store? When you download the Earnin app, type in Drag Her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Go! Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Bring back my break we're back we're talking about this episode we've got some some infighting happening from the past episode what do you what do you think of the plain jane of it all right plain jane trying to turn over a new leaf slash plain jane will never turn over a new leaf (laughs) i
1: live it's like (laughs) i know a lot of the fans hate her but she's doing what you need to do to stay mm-hmm. in the game if that's mm-hmm. one thing i learned on my season was watching how lux and mistress moved on the show mm-hmm. plain jane is doing the same exact thing and mm. i don't know if you remember but lux and mistress got to the final four they got very far. You, you know what i mean like i so i wouldn't be surprised if plain jane gets really far because she's the reason why there's uh storylines happening you know what i mean it's very that's what i'm saying again it's like you come in and figure out your chess piece and Mm -hmm. she's playing the role of the you know the knight and she's going left and right and making all these little digs and it's it's gonna help her at the end so it's more than just drag it's more than talent it's more than drag you know she's giving us good TV.
2: Yeah, absolutely, she is. I mean, um, I I have complicated feelings. I like that she's on the season because there is a lot of peace on the season. My 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 tough my my salty advice is I think I, I think she's doing the right thing. I wish some of her reads were funnier, um, mm-hmm. but because sometimes, sometimes if, yeah. it could be f- like a funny read can really change the color of it. Where it's just like if it's just a little funny or a little something, it makes it feel a little
1: bit more lively less, i guess yeah, as a viewer less, less harsh it gives very much like a queen who does drag but doesn't hang around a lot of drag queens like she's being right. sassy the way she thinks she's supposed to be sassy but it's not coming across like i think mistress is a great example of someone who's shady and so sassy good. but in a very fun way like she makes it because she's you know she, she has a little perk and she and like it's it's fun she's Where the she best just, at it she's fantastic at it she is a professional gaslighter so good (laughs) and she does it
2: with a twinkle in her eye even when she's saying the meanest craziest thing you're like oh she's the
1: character yeah because she's being so unserious and i feel like that's what Plain thinks she's doing you know but it's Mm -hmm. not
2: (laughs) it's not it's not yeah so we got a
1: mini oh go ahead I feel like she's learning, you know, where I feel like we're kind of watching her learn how to navigate her shadiness. It's yeah. So that's also an interesting thing to watch as well.
2: I, I live, I live. And I, well, I don't know if I would say I live for this, but Jado's here and oh, coochie, they trick these girls. Gucci Gucci Gucci. They
1: trick these girls into salsa dancing. What'd you think? <laughs> I live. It's interesting because like. Did they provide all these outfits or did they tell them to have an outfit for this ready to go and it's for this mini challenge because sometimes they'll give us a list of outfits and we don't use some of them or some of the times they're for mini challenges and we're like, "Oh, I just spent this much money for a fucking mini challenge for quick drag." <laughs> so, <laughs> you know
2: which one it is. You know that they that they said, "Oh, just kidding. This thing that you probably spent a ton of money on is a quick
1: drag look." Haha, lol yeah cuz like some of, there was a rack of of like flamenco clothes that they supplied I saw so oh okay i i'm interested to know if like were they asked to do that or were these all given to them so cuz some yeah. of them look more great than others like some of their outfits
2: yeah, but I I
1: think it's so sickening that they're they're doing this. This is so such a fun challenge, and I will say, I was I was watching this. It reminded me of my season when we did the little Vogue ball when we all had to um, do quick yes. drag and do the. That was probably the most fun on set that I had being at Drag Race because RuPaul yeah. was like it's he just loves to see us be idiots and then he starts being an idiot with us and it's I like love the it. best it's so fun because rue's like having a good time with you and it's not about the competition in that moment rue's just having a fun we're having a we're getting to dance with rupaul like when yeah. Rue's dancing in the end with charo it reminded me of that and it's like it's such a good time
2: it looked fun it looked playful it looked dumb i agree i was so happy rue danced as well because i'm we we love rue because she's not she's not above She's not above all of it. She's like, yes, I will dance on camera and look like a moron.
1: She she created a whole empire where she just gets to laugh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she gets paid to go and and be. Someone has to make her laugh. Like that's the whole point of Drag Race is make RuPaul that's laugh. The whole point. Burger Finger, like right, crack the code.
2: Burger Finger apparently is the best comedy the season has to offer. Um, Ru is
1: so tickled by that. It's just so funny really tickled.
2: So, there this this week's challenge. Any other shout-outs to this fl- these these flamenco salsa moments? God, uh, Charles
1: Charles is just so hilarious. I live for her. God, she looks the
2: same and good. <laughs> She's not aging. It's so wild. It's wild. Her doc, I want her doctor's number immediately. She's so gorgeous.
1: Have you seen her son? Her son is so hot. No, I haven't. Oh my god. His son me. is delicious. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs>
2: Um, so let's get into this. We have one of the sillier challenges I can remember in recent history. Welcome to the dollhouse where you have to model a doll and yourself in a new look you make on the spot. What, what, just from the face of this, what do you think? Let's say, let's pretend this is a challenge on your season. What, what is the first thing you think when they tell you this is the challenge?
1: mm-hmm it's very exciting because it's all branding and like a lot of queens don't know what their brand is you know mm. and i have a very clear point of view and brand so it's mm-hmm. i could go anywhere with mine you know and it'll be true to me where uh i think where a lot of girls struggle is like knowing what their brand is so you know uh RuPaul even said this is a branding challenge so you have to really understand your brand and your point of view and I feel like a lot of girls especially girls who start drag because of drag race like they don't necessarily have that they just want to be on drag race and mm-hmm. I think that really starts to show sometimes um I think also too like there's a lot of emphasis on brand and branding for drag queens but you know I would say probably like uh of drag queens out in the world don't necessarily have a brand. They're just doing drag to go perform and make their little coin and you know to feel their fantasy. Not I don't wouldn't say a lot of drag queens have the like you know, the insight to think past oh, having a brand or like a career that is, you know, gonna hold them throughout their lifetime. Like I just don't think that's a lot of drag queens' point of view. Maybe they they want to start drag because they want to go on drag race. But, like, I think it takes a particular queen who is really, like, in tune with who they are to have a very clear brand and to know what that is already off the bat.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I I, I have to say, like, big picture, I wanted more branding from mm-hmm. uh, most of the queens. Like, because yeah. I was just like, go for it. It'd be dumb. Have fun. Um, yeah, like, I would of, say, like, yeah. Dawn
1: has a very clear point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, who else? I would say...
2: Even Plain, who, who yeah. Plain, even though I was yes. like, aren't you talking about being Russian all the time? Can you give me? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but she, her that. drag is clean as fuck. Um, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I wanted more branding because I, when the looks came down, at, you know, when I saw all the looks together, most of them I was like, they just
1: all look like girls, kind of. You just look yeah, like girls. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and I love Sephira, that she's trying to make the opera like her brand. So, like, there is, there's there's that, like, there's something there for that. But, like, you, you know, I look at, uh, like, even Maya, like, she has her flips, right? She didn't really sell that on the runway, but it was like, yeah. there is a brand there that she can, like, monopolize on. You know, okay, there's morphine with her BBL, like, she's the BBL girl, you know? So, like, there's so yeah. much more, that there's so much further that it can go, but they have a good start. Whereas opposed to like, uh, or, you know, even Plasma, she's very clear. The musical theater, old white lady. Old Hollywood, <laughs> old white lady. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: I feel like they could have, it maybe was challenging. But I do think, and I'm going to speak from the p- producer point of view, this, this challenge is a perfect trick. Because, you know, just mm. like when they do the makeover challenge, it's a perfect trick because they can always be like, you didn't look enough like your doll. Or you looked too much like your doll or yeah. we like the way your doll looked better. Or like, there's just so many ways you can fail the challenge.
1: Mm-hmm. I that's mean, very after being there, they can make, they can make whatever they want happen. Yes. happen. <laughs> trust me. So that's all, that's never a problem for them, but it's very, that it's very, they pick and choose when they want to like implement an idea or not for the trust. Right. Yeah.
2: So in the workroom, we have some fun drama. We have, of course, no one's buying Nymphia's anxiety. Um, and and uh, uh, the other really beautiful story, of course, is, you know, Q talking about her family. And uh, that was really, really touching and beautiful just to hear about Q's backstory and... Um, yeah maybe it
1: made me like Q a a little more because i was starting to be so over her because i don't think she's a strong performer (laughs) but to hear that she has theater background i'm like oh (laughs) you are trained (laughs)
2: tell me what you really think fuck
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i really related to her story too like you know growing up with not a lot of money and just like struggling in high school and finding solace in theater like i really related to her
2: mm mm-hmm I get it. Yeah, I it was it was a beautiful story. I love that her mom was like emotional for her getting on Drag Race. Oh, I mean, that just made this, me cry. Oh my god, just like <laughs> not like going to the theater during high school, like so you wouldn't people wouldn't know you weren't eating during lunch. That fucked me
1: up. I was like, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, it was very sweet, and you can tell. I feel like Hugh is just such an introvert, and like you know what I mean. Like she's just like a talented little introvert who makes her outfits at home. Yeah, and, like, I, I feel for her. I understand. I get. She's- I like that we got that insight for her
2: it was cute and we guys we've had so much q story these first six episodes my god it's like can we i mean look i love q but i'm also like can we talk to the other girls can we meet the other girls i don't i don't even know what dawn's vibe is that much because i've only spoken to q i'm losing i'm winning i'm not winning for six episodes it's a lot yeah one thousand percent Geneva does the leg hair TikTok thing. Do you have anything to say about the leg hair TikTok
1: thing? <laughs> I, I live. I love that she discovered that. That's fantastic. But I, hate lo- I hate looking at it. <laughs> that is so,
2: Selena, that is so perfectly put. I don't want to look at it. I'm so happy for you. Don't you dare yeah. put that in my face ever again.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know. It's just like. It's just, it's it's the very much the Amethyst and Robin storyline, right? Where they're trying to push, oh, they yes. dated, oh, they dated. Oh, oh, talk about the leg hair, talk about the leg hair. It's like, girl, the leg hair is so irrelevant. Like, can we talk about my drag? You know, or can I talk about something important? <laughs> it's do giving rid of that. Do you buy,
2: do you buy the, okay, so now we're near the Plain Jane story moment. Plain Jane's
1: father- threw away her toys, oh, her dolls. Yeah. It explains why Jane's such a bitch. She, you know, she daddy, daddy didn't love her. So it makes so much sense. Daddy didn't love her. It does make sense. No, and it she says she, she, all Russians she
2: didn't are mean. Say that. She didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say that. She, 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 she didn't say said daddy all didn't Russians her, are mean. But... She said all Russians are mean. And that's a fact. Um, no. um Yeah. I thought this was interesting. Um, I'm still a little, speaking of Siberia, I am icy on Plain Jane. I'm not, I, I think her drag is
1: f- fantastic. But That's the hard part. It's like, you want to hate her, but her drag's really good. So it's hard to like, if her drag was horrible, we could be like, fuck you, go home. But she's actually serving. So <laughs> I will say this. They
2: are eating her up. Watching the judges cackle like hyenas when she oh burps. Oh God, yes. It's scary. It's scary to me.
1: No, I noticed that. So this is the thing. Literally, Michelle and Rue only ever see you on the main stage. They don't get to right. talk to you. They, they don't know what's going on in the workroom. So we see plain Jane being an evil cunt like, in the workroom right. to everyone. and It makes us put a sour taste in our mouth. But all the judges are experiencing is her drag on the runway, which is you know, has been great, polished, funny, exciting to watch and gorgeous to look at. So they're not hating on her the way the audience is hating on her. So I noticed that the way that Rue is laughing so hard for playing and like comes every time she steps on stage, like she really shoots. She squirts honey. She squirts all the way across. She is streaming all (laughs) over La Roche's
2: human hair.
1: (laughs) Yes. So like it, it, I was kind of like, taken back when i noticed how much rue was like laughing at her and i was like what it scared it's, me it's because she they're not getting the full story in the workroom they have no idea that she's being a complete asshole off camera so yeah uh or they do know I, or they, they know, do
2: i think they, they do, do and
1: it's like they know that's making good tv so they're like thank you bitch, for making good tv for us we're gonna praise you some more oh my God. it gives her laugh.
2: Last week when Rue said something like, um, it was so pointed. It was so funny when it was like, literally Rue looks at Amanda and is like, like, and says like, Amanda, how come you didn't look as good as, you know, plain Jane, who's on your girl group? I'm like, you're going to tell me the producers didn't plant that right in her ear. Is that what you're going to tell me today? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Today. why Why would Rue say that? Yeah, exactly.
2: Rue does look stunning in this, this uh a amber lime green dark marine fantasy what you
1: think people on twitter were like oh she had to make sure she looked good for la roche yeah. <laughs> she couldn't look well that she wore a wig a couple episodes ago that was like oh mama what are you wearing
2: it was funny the the one the the, the wind
1: the wind blown yeah. one yeah that's yes. funny but she looks she looks really good tonight she looks stunning. She's, she's wearing the gold sash heel Like pleaser heels that I live for.
2: Ooh, yes! RuPaul loves
1: those heels. She loves them. She
2: she's always talks about how you you put them on and then you take a hot blow dryer to shrink them onto your foot. Uh huh. I don't know. It's tricky. T. S. Madison looks good. La Roche looks good, and they're both here to aggravate and incite the girls.
1: I don't think it's aggravating. I think it's real. You know, I I feel like I feel like sometimes. Other judges um, are just there to do their job where mm-hmm. these people actually understand from the streets, from a street level, you know, what we're doing, what drag is. So their I advice enjoy... and their critiques are very much coming from a place of they know what they're talking about.
2: I did enjoy. I definitely mm-hmm. enjoyed La Roach's some of well, we'll get there. Some of his critiques were ha- helpful. Not the one where he said, Your doll has RuPaul's legs and you have Danny DeVito's. Because oh that's well, not a critique. That's, that's not the, a critique. That's an that's attack. The
1: thing, that's the thing, too. La Roach knows how to make good TV. He's shady. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was on legendary. Yeah. So yes. the shady. So I live. It's good TV <laughs> at the end of the day. It thing. was good TV.
2: Let's talk about about. So, listen, hit, cheer me out. On this podcast, we also are the only drag race podcast and if we like a po- if we like a look, we chirp it. Okay. If we don't like it, we burp it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, we're going to look at these looks and you're going to tell me if it's a chirp or a burp, okay, Diva? Okay. Okay. Okay, we got Zunami giving Pants, giving pink silk top, giving aquamarine belt. What'd you think? Mm,
1: Mm. It's it's a baby bird. It is suspicious. I think, yeah, because the pants are tailored nice, but the top is a little interesting. And like, it gives very much. She doesn't know how to sew, but she made a she didn't just make a two-piece, you know, which is on design challenges. I hate when girls just make a top and a skirt and, like, oh, they're safe. At least she mm-hmm. really tried to make something interesting and, like, <clears throat> it does, like, if it were made correctly, correctly, it'd probably be very high fashion. So,
2: I live. Yeah, I am also going to give it a burp. It's, I get it, um, but it's unfortunate the doll looks a little better than she does, which, you know, that's tough. <laughs> um, she's gorgeous, but I have to burp it. Yeah. Maybe burp. Yeah. Yes. Next, Safira Crystal. Ooh, okay. I have so many I have opinions of this. I don't think
1: this is that bad. No, it's not bad at all. I mean, it's it's fine. I don't think it's, it's horrible. F- no, and it's certainly not in the bottom three or
2: four, so I don't know why she
1: used that immunity potion. But again, there's things that go on off stage. A producer will say something in someone's ear or XYZ. Mm. You see how you see how cameras are moving. You never you never know. So maybe she was she was feeling a little paranoid in that moment, you know,
2: maybe it's it probably is smart. I mean, they, I bet production wanted her to use the potion because it's just not fun TV for us to watch you hold on to your potion for six
1: episodes. Yeah. You never know what's being told to them offstage. Like there's so mm-hmm. much stuff that goes on, that goes down and you hear whispers or you see the eyes shifting. So I can understand that's probably what really happened. Hmm. Now, do you think that these? I actually have a hot button question for you. But first,
2: silence. I feel like taking a break. Oh, I'm just edgy, I'm going to edge you a little bit longer. Okay.
3: <laughs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
2: Bring back my break, Oh, We're on the edge of glory. Do you think these girls made these dolls or production? Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, did the girls have to make these dolls or did production make these
1: dolls was my question. No, no, they went thousand percent, made them themselves. And whatever they're handed in, that's what they made. I believe, I believe that.
2: Okay, good to know. I was on the fence. because I was like, this just feels so crazy to have to do both. And then you change your necklace and then you have to go change the necklace on the doll, et cetera, vice versa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
1: I think- I think, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think the production would touch that.
2: I just want to say, I love Safira so much. Her narration was the best in the episode. I think she's being slept on by the fans. Um, mm. Probably I, because it, she's black and the fans are
1: racist. Um, maybe. She's so I, good. I, I, I say there's this, the it's kind of like the Sasha Colby effect where it's just, you're so good at everything you do that you kind of, fade. not that she faded into the background because every time she stepped on the runway was sickening, but it's like, there's not much storyline happening. You're not really mm. being involved in the workroom too much in conversations because you're just you're just sickening and you do your thing and, like, you serve. So we just expect that from you. You know, yeah. I think it's kind of – that's kind of, like, the, the role that she fell into. Yeah. Was, we, we trust her. We trust her enough to count that she's not going to flop and that she's going to be fine because she's so I, good.
2: You're right. I just want more flowers for her because mm. – I, but you're right. Like, she's so good. She's clearly at the end. And now mm-hmm. we're kind of in that, like you said, the Colby of it all. We're in yeah. the in between where it's like, okay, what's, what's, but what's going to happen in the meantime? I yeah, I going Which
1: also maybe why she did her potion. It gave her some screen time. It gave her a little bit of a storyline. all of a sudden, because I remember on my season, there was a girl who was like, doing fine and doing great. She actually was doing amazing. And then they're like, if you don't talk about... Um, some trauma that happened to you you're probably gonna get sent home soon Ooh! and the girl was like the girl came to us and was like they're telling me i'm gonna go home if i don't talk about trauma but i don't have trauma <laughs> and we're like Fuck. you can't think of anything and they're like I'm like well my grandma died when i was 13 they're like bitch talk about that <laughs> and so like that's very much you know they're playing their game like i said so if you don't spice Okay, you something to talk about that gives some storyline honey you're in the running to go home so it's probably you know what happened my gosh sugar
2: and spice and all things nice i'm living how was it being on the season with sasha colby like obviously she's like obviously she's just wonderful and magnanimous what was it was it a treat was it spooky
1: what was the vibes there well, I didn't know Sasha Colby as this, like, legendary icon from Continental. I knew her as, after COVID, we were doing brunch together. And, like, that, I didn't know. I knew she was, like, did Continental, but I didn't know, what, what like, what a big deal that was. So yeah. I just do know her as, like, my sister from brunch. Bitch, we're out here hustling, making money, and, like where are those girls that they call and put at the end of the lineup? You know, like me and Sasha, were those girls? Mm, so mm-hmm. that's how I know Sasha. So to be there was just to have like a, my my big sister, you know, on the show with me. So that's how it felt for me. It was beautiful. I didn't I see love it her. as a competition. I didn't see her as anything. Like I always knew she was going to go far because she's just that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd never thought anything of it when, yeah. when we were there for me Work. personally.
2: Work. Do you chirp or burp? Saphira's look oh it's a soft chirp yeah I think so I think it's pretty cute um yeah it's well it's well made I,
1: I like that the lining stopped where it stopped it looked fine.
2: yeah it was sexy
1: yeah, yeah. and I
2: love her face oh my god her eyes are beautiful and funny <laughs> plasma giving her passenger on the Pacific as she calls it what do you think
1: oh uh, she's fine
2: it's,
1: there's always the white musical theater gay and like you know what i mean rue hates them <laughs> i love how much Ru hates i them. know see, well she loves jinx and then no one else did you see when um Rue said something to Plasma, and Plasma's like, well, it's usually Barbara Streisand makeup. And Rue was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I live I live that Rue can't stand them, but she lives for them, but I hates them at the same time. I know. I
2: wish the, the ribbon draping, I know it's easier said than done, but if that ribbon was dramatically
1: larger, I think it could have made everything look more dramatic. Oh, if it flown in the wind as she walked, it would have been cunts. But she's using like Yeah, it's just a heavy fabric.
2: Yes, Mm, Gonna have to burp it. But it's not terrible, but I am gonna burp it.
1: Yeah, it's not horrible. I'm so, such a Libra. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine.
2: Plain Jane, aquatic edition,
1: giving skater bathing suit in her own words. Um, What'd you think? She looks amazing. I was not expecting this. When I saw the doll, I was like, wait, this is kind of sickening. (sighs) Because like... Dolls give that, right? Dolls give this kind of look with the flouncy flounce of the tulle and the like bedazzlement mm-hmm. of it all. Like the doll looks so good. So when she came out, I was like, "Oh, she looks great." I wasn't mm-hmm. too crazy about the little white train on the back. It just looked like an afterthought that she attached to it. Yeah, I, I agree. Thought, I thought she looked. I thought she looked great. I was not expecting this from her.
2: It was cute. Um, I like the hair. Um. Yeah. I'm still feeling the same way I've always felt which I think she's really talented but it's hard to root for her right now or that's how I'm feeling I could be mm-hmm. wrong um, yeah. I guess it's a light chirp for me
1: yeah light <laughs> chirp
2: <laughs> Nympia win giving spring banana
1: I love this so much I love this everyone loved it I don't I wish the doll because the doll was all yellow right and she had a pink bow that's true I don't know why that disturbed me so much. I was like, wait. It's not-
2: <laughs> so her are doll we doing- also
1: had a hair detail there. Do you see that, like, hair detail? Oh, yeah, like the little feather thing in the hair, which I think yeah. would have put her look over the top, which was fine. I don't know. I thought this was okay. I I, I saw where she was going because it gives that very, like, classic idea of those fashion dolls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- like those fashion Barbies back, like those vintage ones, yes. they gave very that, which I loved because it was like, Oh, that's exactly what this is giving. But like um, those old her, Christmas Barbies from the nineties. Yes, very that. But something yeah. about her outfit didn't like really something about it wasn't giving for me. I don't know what it was. I think I don't know. I don't know if it was the bow just seemed very I don't know. no, she looks good. I don't it's, know. You listen to your heart.
2: There's no wrong answer. I'm chirping it. I bought I bought the bow. It gave me like it also gave me like nineties uh,
1: yes, Asian yes.
2: woman who's married to the prime yes.
1: minister of yeah yes, yes. of, <laughs> of Indonesia. I loved it. I saw everyone on Twitter was outraged because she wasn't in the top and she was safe for this. And I was like, well, I get it. I mean, I it's great. But I, I didn't think it was like, oh, my God, it wasn't cute. You know, <laughs> I would have put her well, I would have put her in the top, but I get it. I get
2: it. I would have put her in the top. But I also think her story is so like, obviously, she's in the top that they're trying oh. to hide her in the edit mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. One thousand percent.
1: yeah, like she's another example of branding. That's just I like so good. She knows her brand. Really good. Mm hmm.
2: We got Morphine Love Dion giving Miami bimbo.
1: What'd you think? I, I hated the hair on the doll. Like, why is the <laughs> hair so crazy? <laughs> I thought she was going to come out with the giant wig like that. So when I saw her, I was like, oh, she looks better than the doll. Work. I was surprised no one did like an ugly
2: funny doll like like weird Barbie why I if I was there I would have done weird Barbie you know what I mean or those vibes that's a I don't know right I don't know
1: but it's a risk it's a risk unless you sold that yeah
2: because they could say how how iconic and irreverent or they could say like no girl would pick up this doll you know yeah exactly what do you think morphine she's she's missing a tooth she's giving Miami but she's trying to be a little (laughs) bit She's trying to yeah. give a little, she's trying to give her brand and also surprise them in a sense. She,
1: yeah, she gave them that. So I saw another tweet that was like, not them telling Morphine and Dawn to go against their brand in the next episodes a Branding Challenge. So
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> was,
1: that's a trick. Um, I thought she sold the little tooth gag nicely. It wasn't like overly put, it was, she wasn't pushing too hard for it. So I thought it was it was cute. I didn't think she needed it, but like I gave the judges what they wanted, you know, it's a a little different, but I thought she looked fine. I think this very Versace tease, like the JLo dress, it was giving very that.
2: I'm gonna be unfair and burp it. Um, but it's not bad, like she looks pretty, but it, it is straps
1: of fab it's pieces of fabric. Yeah. It looks like she just like pulled fabric across and tied knots yes. to like make it work. Yeah, it and look it's like not
2: that. lined. And then she yelled at Maya for not lining, but this isn't lined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna keep going because I'm being very that. Maya Iman LePage, Queen of Flips. <laughs> her doll looks so crazy. This <laughs> looks so silly. What? Help me diagnose this. Help me. Help me. Selena. Other,
1: were the other girls' dolls padded? Were the dolls padded? Because they made such a big deal about her doll not being padded. Like I was like, y'all, that's what. <sighs> y'all. That's what you're worried about. It was just kind of weird to me. But I was like, it was. I would. I was like, I would have wanted more titties in the doll to match her titties that she wore.
2: Yeah, but, uh, I, I again, it's the classic trick of a any makeover challenge. They they get to say you look too much like your family member, you look nothing like your family member. We liked how they looked, coordinated, we didn't like. Like it's it's a trick in my opinion.
1: Yeah, cuz I mean the bodysuit's well made. Like her bodysuit looks good. I I agree with Rue like it's not lined, it's not hem. She just took a piece of fabric and like taped it to the top of her shoulders. Right. So that's no way no, but like I don't know. I also don't like this hair too much. I feel like it's just mm. kind of in the way. I don't know. It especially during her lip sync. I was like, if she didn't have that big ass hair, she probably went harder on the lip sync. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's a burp. I guess I am gonna burp this. Um,
2: yeah, it's not hideous, but it's just not super memorable.
1: The bo- the bodysuit's well made, but then it's just the bodysuit. So yeah, make the got- Huh. I always think back to Georges' win on her ball challenge. How Hilarious. She with that little like swimsuit. I'm like, Hilarious. Yeah, if y'all are giving Georges a win for that, then like nothing matters here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really, they pick Period. and choose what, whatever they want to happen at the end of the day. And that is the night the lights went out at Drag
2: Race. Um, yeah. yeah, that was just agitation. We we That was a really silly time. <laughs>
1: My Magami looks great. I I didn't realize, like, watching it, I'm like, this is a design challenge. Like, I can't believe she made that. It looks like a, you know, it looks like an actual. It's stunning. Mm -hmm. I keep counting her out and she keeps shutting me up. Every time everyone sleeps on Megami, like she's I, I always say this, like she gives <clears throat> there's something about her that's a little cringe. Like I think it's the way she walks, or sometimes like the way she sells stuff on the runway is a little cringy, but <laughs> she gives. Her outfits are always like if I always say if her outfits were on a skinny girl, we would all gag and come over it. But because she's a little thicker and she's a little like harder to eyes. It's, That's uh, period. That's the, the, the body
2: phobia, the, the, the bias towards a tiny body on these runways is
1: so awful. Yeah, but I'm again. I think that's just like beauty standards, right? Like you were saying before, like your beauty, beauty standards. standards, are skinny. That's what's implemented in our mind as beautiful. So when we see someone thicker, we mm-hmm. we automatically want to cancel them out. But if we yeah. look at it, the proportions are right. the The outfit's sickening. It's all lined. It's gorgeous. It's well made. Uh, I don't think there's. Any, I mean, then again, the <sighs> crown, the coffee, the shoe.
2: Yeah, it was fine. I I have to. Yeah, this is a chirp. The hair is nice. The makeup's not, everything's nice. She keeps shutting me up. It's nice. And it's it's it feels special. So many of the looks, like I said, feel like a girl, a girl in a world. This feels special. It's chirp. Yeah, it's a chirpy chirp chirp. Geneva Carr, who had a lot of drama in that workroom trying to make a look. And then she started over and everyone's wearing the same color blue. What'd you think?
1: This could have been good. It, there was so much was potential close. here. It was very close. Like she had those big paillettes. She could have made something so sickening with those paillettes. Like they're mm-hmm. just it's hard to find giant paillettes like that. Even downtown, they like as big yeah. as that. And, and like yeah. I think Root Ru, wore a dress in a couple episodes ago that were these giant paillettes, and it was just so gorgeous. And uh yeah, I think it was just too many ideas in one. Mm-hmm. And she toned it down and maybe just stuck to one or two fabrics. It could have been a moment.
2: Yeah, yeah, they, they clocked her for the different blues and, um, yeah, I don't think know, the, it's,
1: the piece in the front, the ruffle in the front helped her.
2: Right. It looks a little, it, it looks like it forgot to take Viagra. It looks a little, no. a little limp. <laughs> she needs
1: some hymns. <laughs> <a pen.
2: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That's hymns.com slash drag her. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah. God, it's not ugly though. It's not, you know what I mean? She, her, her yeah. booty's cute. Her face but, is I mean, cute. I we
1: saw this with her last design challenge too, where like Same. it was, it was. She almost could have had something, but it was a miss. You know, so uh, uh, I'm I gonna burp it. it, was, it. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Dawn Galactic Empress changing her makeup. It. What'd you think? I liked
1: it. I even I don't even realize that she changed her makeup. I'm just like, yeah, (laughs) they make such a big deal about that stuff. But she's so talented. Her artistry with makeup is just so great that like, I don't know. She's great. So it's still her. Like, even though her skin tones change, it's still her. So I live. I love that. Um, I thought this outfit was uh, cool. I just hated all the seams in the front like mm, i mean yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's my own design nitpicky thing like all the seams on the front of the dress i wish it was just like a clean uh skirt but you you don't get a lot of fabric sometimes to make so she had to make it work and i thought she looked Although she looked cool i don't i didn't mind this look at all i, thought I don't think it was, think really it was cool like, too. yeah i don't think it was like perfection hey, yeah it wasn't perfection but i, I like that like look what she's capable of i see the potential of this being like you know from real designer had their hands on it it would be sickening but i thought she did great it looks great
2: it does look great i couldn't help but notice that the doll's shoulders like i almost liked the way the way it looked on the doll's shoulders better than hers like the way that it had like this like definitive blue shoulder i kind of loved that on the doll
1: i didn't notice that work
2: uh, whatever. It's good. It's hard to do that. I'm oh, sure. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the doll has this definitive shoulder. I was like, oh, that looks good. And then I couldn't help but then compare it to her shoulder and go, oh, it's uh, a little different. It's yeah, a chirp.
1: Hers, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, a, it's a chirp. I don't think it's finished at the... I don't think there's a hem on the bottom of that dress either, but there you go, <laughs> they pick and
2: choose. I know, when they turned around and they were like, oh, work, I was like, law, yeah, are you or serious? Yeah, even, even
1: the face-kini portion, like, that mm-hmm. wasn't hem, so I was, that was the first thing I noticed. So there, there's, like, you know, they pick Dare and choose, I say but I, the outfit was great.
2: I would put some hair, even sometimes, like, under... I like it when you put hair underneath, even if it's just for some
1: poke outs. Yeah. A little pussycat wig.
2: Something to cause. So it's not just so like I'm, my head is wearing a condom.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you need a little poof to help the proportions too. D. Diva. You get it. A condom. I don't, well, what are those? No, we're on hymns. We're on prep. (laughs) We're fine.
2: (laughs) We're fine. <laughs> yeah, until Trojan wants to sponsor the pod again. Then I'll, I'll rave, oh, a, rave about condoms, but it's been rip, a while. rip
1: for our pleasure.
2: <laughs> they're, they're going through some hard times in the gay community. Um, <laughs> Q, Fantasy Edition, giving Demogorgon goes to Fashion Week. What'd you think?
1: Oh, she ate this. It was so sickening. Because that, that's the thing, right? You look at this and you're like, how did Q have enough time? Q had enough Q had the same amount of time as Maya, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Q was able to make this and Maya made that, it's like, girl, yeah. you know, it's just crazy to me. So yes. it's, it's sickening. And the glitter was such a nice touch. It was like, oh, wow, wow. It just kept getting better and better. I, I don't like her, eyebrows. <laughs> her. I eyebrows didn't like the wall. Wh- I was weird about the
2: wire wings. I don't know if I was sold on the wire wings. What do you talk to me? Did you like the wire wings?
1: Oh, I didn't realize they were wings. I just thought it was like funky, interesting things. I didn't realize it was wings. So the fact that you say wings makes me not like it as much. I thought mm. it was just like interesting, like technic wire, like electric, mm-hmm. like energy coming out of her or something. But now that you say wings, I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't really good. But it's fine. I didn't I didn't mind it. It's, it's still really, 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 really
2: good. And I mean, it's like unique. And especially when you see her standing next to the other girls, you're like, oh, she had a point of view. And some of these girls look like girls.
1: That headpiece is sickening. It just really took her on gorgeous. The top. Chirp, really chirp, gorgeous. chirp.
2: Chirp. She wanted to win. Um, well, here we are in critiques. La Roach continues to be a funny little bitch. Um, <laughs> and. Plasma is finally painting her lips bigger. Maya gets points for having sweaty titties. Uh, that uh, was so random. That was yeah. so fucking random.
1: <laughs> it was. You know what it was giving me low-key was, like, La Roche was looking out for her black girl, like, which I kind of live for. So he's like, oh, let me come up with anything. Bitch, you make me want to be a lesbian. Like... It was yeah. giving homegirl. It was giving like sisterhood, you know? So, like, I, I
2: feel like sometimes
1: I don't know. I thought that.
2: <laughs> I think you're 100% on the money. That's what it was
1: giving. Um, it was like trying to find something good about it.
2: Yeah. Cause she was like, look, she's she's been getting, she's been getting yeah. read up here. Let me. And just... sometimes,
1: you know, cause I don't think they tell, I definitely feel in my heart and soul, they kind of tell Michelle and sometimes, the revolving judge like the carson the dross and the madison i feel like they kind of tell them what we're to lean into and where not to lean into um mm-hmm. just from my experience being there they also don't show you all the critiques like everyone has their own time to speak every every judge talks for like you know a minute up to five minutes so we're only getting mm-hmm. like a 30 second snippet. So there's a lot that gets clut out, but um, I don't. They don't. I don't believe they tell the guest judge how to respond. That's why the guest judge sometimes goes against what Michelle says. Sometimes they go against the narratives that are being pushed on us. So I always yeah. respect when the guest judges speak because they're not being told how to to judge. They're just judging from their heart. And sometimes yeah. they're having a, a point of view, like from the audience's point of view, where it's just fresh. <clears throat> they're watching it for the, you know without any bias or anything. So um the fact i could probably sense that maybe they were they that law maybe felt the judges were like coming for maya because she was probably gonna always be in the bottom for this so Mm. she was probably like let me come up with some stupid thing to give her a nice little moment to my sister you know giving them and that's just like a deeper sense that i have sorry i went on a little rant
2: (laughs) no bitch that's why you're that's why i want you here that's that was knowledge Look, as a bonafide lip-sync assassin, what did you think watching this uh, Janet Jackson lip-sync with Geneva Carr v Maya Iman Lepage?
1: I don't know how long Geneva's been doing drag, but mm-hmm. she, her, the way she performed is very baby drag to me because it's like, I'm just going to whip this out just because I'm going to do da-da-da-da. da ka ka ba ha 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 ha
0: There's
1: like... I don't know if you've ever watched Raven perform. Have you ever seen Raven perform? Oh, yes. There's something about her where she can just stand there and she's just so stunning. And she she just stands there and lip syncs the song. And it's like, we're so enthralled by her because I don't know if it's her beauty or her power. It's her presence. It's just so powerful. There's mm-hmm. this like c- calm and stillness that you have when you know you're oh, there. Yeah. Bitch. So sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like as time goes on when Geneva, like, you know, gets a little more experience or whatever. I don't know how long she can do a drag, but like there's a stillness that you have that like allows you to take control. And then we start to trust you. So when you do a little trick or something, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Eight. So I feel like that's something that, that falls short for Geneva. She doesn't she does the most just to try to be. Like, look at me, look at me. But it doesn't mm-hmm. work. So Geneva is a chop for me. I think she should have she co- probably could have gone home a couple of hours ago, to be honest. I um, uh, kind of agree uh, with you, to be honest. Yeah. I, uh, it's kind of like... I call She's hanging her hanging on by a thread. Lucky assassin. <laughs> quite the lucky assassin, I'll say. No, I wouldn't even call her an assassin, <gasps> to be quite honest. I think that's giving her too much credit. Um, she... because like with Mirage, it was the technical technicality. I still think Mirage ate her up, even though she had know. Know the words, you know what I mean? So like I know. But it is what it is. I think Maya had that breastplate on and she had that wig, which kept her from really going full out. But I like mm-hmm. that we got a little bit of what she has to show. But uh, I know next time she's going to probably really get it without the breastplate and the hair because she's doing all these flips and that shit is heavy. So I, could tell I, she was struggling I loved- to keep it on. But she impressed me
2: because she, she was in the lip sync. She was flipping. She was hitting the word during it. She was picking her body right up onto her heels. I was very impressed. It was what I was hoping. And the hair ties, hair tying her own shoulder, <laughs> wings back. I, I love that the judges lived and I lived too.
1: Yeah, it was getting very much like like the girls in the streets about to fight. Like, let me put my hands. It was very that. It was
2: a pro <laughs> move. It was a badass move. Yeah. Geneva Carr drives herself home. Goodbye, oh, Geneva. Oh, Por qué, RuPaul?
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. But also, um, who? what someone's, I think Bob the Drag Queen said, I forgot who said it, but they're like, who, who comes with their... Exit line prepared, but obviously you're not here to to win, girl, if you already have your exit line prepared. I know. You know? <laughs> like I never had my exit line prepared because I never planned on going home. So like whatever came out is what came out in the Wait, moment. I remember you saying something.
2: I wish I remember what you said because I remember it being very funny. I don't remember. what you I was
1: locked, I because I, I had a feeling they were gonna send me home because you just you you kind of already know, like at the top of the day, who they plan on wanting to go home. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. I had a feeling. So I told the girls on the bus. I was like, y'all, if I go home for whatever reason, I'm gonna sing this song, and I want you guys to sing along with me. So I think it's titties, my titties, not your titties. I sing that little song on my way out. And the girls, the girls sing along with me. And then I was like, the titties are coming. I don't know. It was just stupid. I didn't have anything planned to say on the way out. You also won that lip sync, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Okay.
2: Okay. I have one more kind of serious question before we go. I hate to kind of bring it down, but I, I do have kind of a serious question I want to ask you. Okay. Um, will you eat my ass faggot?
1: I would love to eat your ass faggot. <laughs> I would love to.
2: Thank you, Selena. Okay. Tell I'll, me when. I'll, Okay, cool. I'll Let me get in the kitchen and, and cook some ass up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Selena, remind us where we can come support you, throw you coins, uh, when Boots is dropping, all of it.
1: This is out of my day. Okay, so this Friday, my single music video Boots comes out and then my EP Home Girl comes out in March. You guys can watch me on Twitter. Quit on my YouTube channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, it's my little review show finding who's going to win the Golden Boot this season. Uh, I also will be at Heart in West Hollywood if you guys are in town with Willow Hill on on the 23rd for the viewing party at Heart Heart we host. So come out to that. And just um, buy my merch on stitties.com slash shop. Go buy some merch, some cute. I have the cutest merch, and I have merch for boots coming out as well on Friday. So that'll be exciting. Um, Yeah, get into it. Work. And if you like this podcast, follow us at Drag Her Podcast on
2: Instagram. It's it's the the only click click clap. It's the only one that I've heard about. And yeah. if you like Drag Race, then you'll like this podcast. And um, so go follow us on Instagram, rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you give us a five star review, we'll read it on the pod, like this really Ooh. obscure one from It's Davy. It says, "Thanks, Grandpa Seth." Regard It's drag her spelled backwards This is Mono's kingdom Now if you watched The movie Troll 2 You know that this is a genius Crazy And absolutely malicious Malicious faggotry quote That is for me So thank you it's Davey Uh, Thank you so much Selena Thank you so much for doing our podcast We love you
1: Thank you for having me. I love you guys. Thanks for always like taking care of me and like rooting for me. Of course. <laughs> really, during my season, it meant so much. Like y'all would post it, or people would tag you guys and tag me, and I would just be like, "Oh, people who like understand." So, thank you so much. It really, I love really does. It like hurts. I love you. It, like fuels my soul.
2: Let's Kiki in real life. Let's let's go have a dumb drink at precinct. Well, I got I gotta eat your ass now. So. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, wait. Let's okay. do that and then have a drink
1: cuz I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm trying to, we want the ass t- to be fresh. We don't want it t- to be sitting around. Till till next time. Let the music play. <laughs> <laughs>
3: was a hid original.